What is up? What is going on, you guys? This is Michelle. And I'm Dante. And you're tuned into Life Instructions Not Included, a podcast where we try to find all the pieces to make our lives feel a little bit more normal. Coming from different walks of life, we'll try to spark conversation that mentally stimulates us and challenges the way we all think. Today, we're going to be talking about our goals and whether we made it this year. Dump, dump, dump. No need to check in because we recorded two episodes today. We've already checked in. So if you if you don't know what's been going on, make sure to listen to the previous episode. But by the time this episode comes out, we hope you guys had a good Christmas, good holidays, good holidays yeah. with your family uh-huh. or friends. Our friends. Hope everyone was safe. Your loved ones. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, we're really just going to reflect on our goals for the year, whether we got to where we wanted to be, how do we rate our year, how well did it go? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's going to be a big thing. You know, I, I really like reflecting on the previous year, and only because I've had deadlines, and I'm like, okay, well, did I reach my deadlines? What got in the way? And like, how am I going to improve uh-huh. on the next year? And I'm not the type to have a new year resolution. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it from a fiscal year, like a business standpoint, because I have to file stuff quarterly, right? Well, that's the only reason why. If you have New Year resolutions, <laughs> do your thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Keep telling yourself that. It is what it is. <laughs> All right. So in order to kind of prep for this episode, I did have to go back to our goal episode that we recorded earlier this year. Uh-huh. Not that it was hard to remember, but I just wanted to make sure. But my two goals... Was to complete the UX or user design certificate program mm-hmm. and to read 12 books. Okay. Before I say how I do or how I did, what were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, were your goals for 2022? Uh, we all know how I did. We all know hey, how I did hey. too. So my goal, my goal is to get my gym and the other goal is just to read more. I had a list of books. I took a picture of it and posted it, I think, on my Twitter. Okay. Um, Twitter or Instagram. I don't know. Yeah. Posted it somewhere. And those were all the books I was supposed to complete. And I think it was 16. 16 books? Well, yeah, because some of them were small. Okay. Some of them were like 100 pages or so. If that's the a case. bigger text, yeah. That's the case. I've read a lot of bedtime stories to my children throughout the <laughs> year. And so. So you met I Absolutely. I met my 12. Probably my demolished your goal. goal. Yeah. Absolutely. About to crack this coffee right quick. <laughs> okay, but no, let's say how we did. So I unfortunately did not complete my UX certificate program. I am three courses shy Ooh, of finishing it. That's not bad. That's good. It's okay. You know, I think I could have I could have finished it, but I am switching focuses, switching gear, like not gears, but Switching focuses really quick. I'm still definitely going to finish it coming into the new year, so I have not forgotten about that. Now on to my reading goal. I read a whopping six books, and I'm currently reading three other books. More than me. Fuck. And the reason why I'm in the middle of three books is because they're they're a little bit challenging, little bit of a challenging read and so when I started it I was like oh I think I have to put this one down and kind of just take a break from it what books were they so let me pull up my phone and I will let you know because I do use an app to 
track my reads. I know the first one I can tell you is What Happened to You. Okay. Um, Conversations on Trauma, Resilience, and Healing with Oprah Winfrey. Uh-huh. And uh, she, the funny thing about that one is she recognizes that it's a hard read. Uh-huh. Because it deals with super personal issues and, like, her upbringing. And so in the beginning, she's like, this is going to be a hard read. And if it is hard, just, like, it's okay to put down this book. Take a break from it. Okay. The other two books are Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance by Angela Duckworth. Did you finish Grit? No. These are my, I'm currently reading. Oh, what did you finish? Oh, you want to know what I finished? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, let's take a look. Okay, so Humankind, A Hopeful History, which it was like a really good book. It was probably one of my top reads of the year. Okay. I also finished Ali Wong's Dear Girls, Intimate Tales, Untold Secrets, and Advice for Living Your Best Life. Shh, what did I do? I love that movie, Always Be My My Maybe. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's pretty good. And, uh, okay, Arsenic and Adobo was one by a Filipino author. Wait, what? Arsenic and Adobo. What's it about? So it was written by a Filipino Filipino writer about a Filipino girl who is like a baker or a cook of some sort, like at her aunt's restaurant, I believe. Um, Oh, this is fictional. And um, it is like a murder mystery. Uh, what? <laughs> but uh, the Dinegal ones made by human blood is that? What? Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> and what one of the reasons why I like this book is because the recipes, either the dessert recipes that the main character is making, like actually sounds really good. I think you would agree too. Um, other books I read: Atomic Habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. And uh, it ends with us by Colleen Hoover, and. Uh, People we meet on vacation and shit. I don't know if that was this year or last year, but I feel like I'm missing a, a couple books from this list. That was my list. Nothing great, nothing exciting. But back to what I'm currently reading. Hold on, Grit, which I think you were interested in too, but Grit by Angela Duckworth. I'm um, pretty far into that one. And then this one, The Design of Everyday Things, which is one of the first books I picked up in the year because I wanted to read more on design, but for some reason I find it also really hard and challenging to mm-hmm. read. But I'm getting there. I'm getting there. What about you? How did you do mm. <laughs> in your goals? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still chopping away. <laughs> I think that, you know, I'm, I'm hitting all these speed bumps. These what are you referring setbacks, to? But it's like, I mean, fuck, it's... A lot of it's financial. I, I don't have the gym yet, but I did. I didn't meet this person this year. I've been working with this person, but um, this individual is going to be able to help me with some things I need for the facility, and it's probably going to help reduce the cost. And so there are a few other steps I need to take before I go out to the bank okay. for this, right? But yeah, I'm one step closer, you know, just chipping away slowly at it. I'm just hoping that I can get to it next year. And I'm not giving up. It's going to happen. And then the books, the books, the books. I think I read two, <laughs> two? out of the 16, whatever my mm-hmm. list was. What so were your two books? I got Humankind. Well, actually, no. I think I did three. 
So I did Humankind, and then there was that David Ramsey one about how to eliminate debt, the one with the snowball effect, or really? snowball, whatever. I think you actually talked about that in a goal episode. I, uh, did I? I think so. Okay. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I actually finished reading it. So okay. I started it last year, mm-hmm. took a break, I finished reading that. I, I think it has some great tips in there on how to eliminate debt. Do I agree with the strategy? For the most part, yes, but I feel like there could be other ways you can go about eliminating mm-hmm. your debt. But overall, not a bad read. Okay. Um, then I had a book that was related to training. It was about speed, agility, and quickness. It's more science-based and mm-hmm. you know, it relates to my career. So that one's a tough read because when it comes to all these exercise books or anything that's science-based, they put all these strategies in the book. Mm-hmm. and it's great information there's a lot of information mm-hmm. but it's just hard to apply it because a lot of it's sports specific and yeah. a lot of my clients don't have these kind of some of my clients don't have these specific goals mm-hmm. so I have to create personas and then mm-hmm. kind of just create templates for these individual these, sure. these fake people right yeah. so that's what makes it difficult for me and then I'm in the middle of I wish I could remember these names but it, it's a book about the psychology of tennis and how to reframe your focus and improve your performance. I'm not trying to coach tennis players at all, mm-hmm. but I bought the book because it gives you a good outlook on how the sport is a mental game. Uh-huh. Um, it's as much mental as it is physical mm-hmm. and how to, how to restructure your mindset while playing and um, increase your performance that way mm-hmm. rather than just going in trying to, Mm-hmm. trying to hit the ball really hard, hit in certain spots all the time. So Interesting. It's, it, it takes the psych, uh, psychological perspective of the game. And I think I could take some of those concepts and apply it to how I train people. Yeah. And you can apply those to any other sport as well. So yeah, yeah, I was that's gonna, what I was going to say, when you were describing that book and what it was about, I thought of the sport golf because I have a brother who plays golf. Mm-hmm. And he talks about not just the physical aspect of it, but the mental aspect as yep. well. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I went to Top Golf uh, with him for his birthday in yeah. October. And he talks about how <laughs> Top Golf is the, is the exact opposite reason why he plays golf. <laughs> Top Golf is the exact opposite, opposite reason. reason. Okay. Why? Because he, so he's the type that does play golf like, you know, 6 a.m. in the morning. And sometimes he does it solo. Sometimes he does it in a group. But that's just his form of self-care. That's his form of, like, release, you know, like, let me do this for me and my well-being. And so when we're at Topgolf, if you've ever been to Topgolf, the environment of it is just, it's busy, it's loud, it's, it's kind of flashy. You know, they serve the food, the drinks, and... It's just he's not able to find, like, I guess, sol- solace. Is that the right word? In playing golf at Top Golf as he would out on the golf field, uh-huh. and I'm sure like the true golfers out there probably understand what I'm what I mean. But I mean, he still has fun, right? Yeah. He gets to practice on his swing. It's just his reasoning behind it is different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's why I thought about golf. Oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm still hoping on finishing these books that I had listed For out. sure. Where do you think like you failed in accomplishing your goals or or why or what could you have done differently? 
I don't know. I think it's for me. Let's say the for the books. Let's say for the books. I think I could have just <laughs> yeah read that even if I only have ten minutes, just read. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm starting to do with the tennis book, where if I only have ten minutes in the morning mm-hmm. after my yoga and all that stuff, I'm gonna I'm gonna just read maybe a couple pages. Highlight because mm-hmm. I highlight while I read, and if there's certain concepts in there that that I can't relate to, I have to figure out how to relate it to the activities mm-hmm. I do know. Mm-hmm. Right. Well. I guess I want to ask, like, why is is reading important to you, first off, and why is it a goal of yours? The books that I'm reading are important to me. Yeah? I'm choosing these books because I feel like it's going to help me grow as an individual and then also help me grow my career. So that's my purpose for reading these books, right? I don't read fictional books because I don't find the joy in it, or I don't see the purpose in it. I could find joy in reading fictional books because I used to read a lot when I was in middle school, hmm. and... I think now my purpose, what I see my purpose in life as is to be the best Mm -hmm. trainer that I can be, strength and conditioning coach that I can be, and also trying to become the best potential mentor as possible. So I I want to read these self-development books and apply them to my daily philosophy. Okay. I mean, yeah, that makes plenty sense. So yeah, just to go back on your question as far as like what I could have done differently, you know, the books just... Just setting aside time for it, and mm-hmm. again, reflecting on why this is, why it's important for me to read them. Right. Mm-hmm. The hard part is there are some there are some chapters that are just boring. Yeah. Really boring, and that's what I have to push through. And I'm the type of person that can't skip chapters or, mm-hmm. or even pages because I feel like I'm missing some vital information. Yeah. And I'm like that with everything, so that's why for me college was difficult because. You know, some people, they're just, like, trying to find the answer, trying to find the answer. I'm like, wait a minute. There's got to be something that I'm missing here. Uh-huh. Um, but now, also, the other goal, which was the gym, I I could have won the lottery. I don't know <laughs> what else I could have done differently. I think that mm-hmm. – I definitely think that I could put more time into this planning stage. But at the same time, even if I completed the whole planning stage, I, I don't have the money for it mm-hmm. right now. So it's really – it really is just the financial burden. Mm-hmm. that's hitting me pretty hard. So I'm trying to figure out, well, right now I'm planning for that for the next year mm-hmm. to see if I can get one step closer to getting the funds. Yeah. Is that going to be part of your goal plan for next year? Like yeah. how to set yourself up more financially better? Yeah. It's tough because it's challenging my, it's kind of challenging my values right now. You know, I really want to stick with the routine that I have and like, I think this is probably one of the best ways to go about it. At the same time, others might say, well, you could focus on this instead, instead of that. I'm like, well, I don't, I personally don't think it's going to make a difference if I do a different, if I go a different route or have a different strategical approach. Okay. So now I am starting the planning for next year on Mm -hmm. how to get the funds for this. But that Mm -hmm. also involves planning for my other goals, which is planning Mm -hmm. for the podcast, which is planning for the plant, the plant business, because some of those funds, mm-hmm. well, the funds from the plant business, that's going to help out with mm-hmm. the gym stuff. So it's, yeah, they're all woven together somewhat, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping for success next year. I'm always hopeful for success next year. For sure. I think I've kicked out that, that give up mentality. There's been plenty of times where I'm like, oh, just mm-hmm. go work for Amazon or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Well, I know I think I've said it the past like episode or two, but like, how do you create a goal for yourself so easy that you don't fail that it's hard to fail at 
No. I think the only, I don't know if this can apply, but for anybody, the only way you can fail is giving up. Yeah. You know, the, even if you feel like you've taken a break, like there's a hiatus, mm-hmm. you can always get back to it. But mm-hmm. once you have that mindset, like it's not going to work, mm-hmm. you've given up on yourself, and you just got to keep pushing for it. Whether it's pushing for it tomorrow, a week later, or a month later, just do not give up mm-hmm. and see that finish line. You know, it's mm-hmm. going to get closer. Yeah, just like your UX yeah. design, right? Because yeah. I feel like you were kind of on a, a long break mm-hmm. until you got back into it. And you, what, you're three sections away? Three courses. Three courses. <laughs> Wait, three courses. I mean, is a course a section? I don't know. Okay. Three courses. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I guess what I'm thinking is like, so if you have a goal for 20, you know, if you have a goal for a year, uh-huh. maybe it would be beneficial to break down that goal into smaller goals, mm-hmm. right? And going about it quarterly. So you can stay on track. And so maybe that would be more practical or more feasible. So you are successful at the end of the year and be like, oh, shoot, I did read 12 books and mm-hmm. I didn't even notice it because I broke it up into let me read, you know, four books every, or you know, whatever. <laughs> now that I think about it, I think I did say, I'm going to space it out. It's like reading one book a month. Yeah. Yeah, that did, not, that did not work out. I had a super strong start, and I think I did finish, like, two books in January. Mm-hmm. But I think when I had a strong start, and I finished a book in February, because I remember finishing it, like, in Disneyland at the hotel. I stayed up a couple late nights. Mm-hmm. When I had a strong start, I think come, like, March, April, I was like, uh, let me, like, calm down. Let me chill a little bit. So maybe that's where I went wrong thinking like, oh, I'm ahead of the game. And instead of keeping that, let me say, ahead of the game mentality, I was like, oh, no, I have some wiggle room to just take a break from reading and let me jump back on reading again the next month. Let me ask you something. Uh huh. Why do you think you went wrong? Me, I think because I didn't stick to it and just, I think I completely stopped at one point. Like, I took a break from reading. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, I'm ahead of my like reading goal mm-hmm. for wherever I was at that time of year. I'm ahead of my reading goal, so let me just stop really quick and I have like this amount of time to take a break and then let me pick up at that point okay. and then let me start reading again. And I think that's where I went wrong where I should have had the mentality or mindset of I'm a, I'm ahead of the game. Let me just do let me continue doing little by little. It might not be a lot, but let me at least try and stay ahead of my goal. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I'm not able to finish a chapter or two right now, but if I can finish a couple pages, it's kind of just like keep at it or else you fall off and you break that habit and then it kind of like, it doesn't go the way you want it to. So maybe that's why. If people were to realize how much over planning businesses and coaches do, Uh I think people would be a little less harsh on themselves for not accomplishing certain things because... I was thinking about it when I was working with Seattle Storm, right? The coach has this outline of everything that they want to get done. Uh-huh. And not everything's going to be completed. Uh-huh. For the most part, I mean, you're going to get most of the shit done, right? Uh, everything's kind of timed when they should start, when they should uh, start certain, certain activities or whatever, mm-hmm. um, practicing a certain play or whatever. And sometimes you go over the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to stay longer. Sometimes you have to skip out on certain drills. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing with like business practices, you know, like they have a goal in mind. You don't meet your goal every year. 
Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that the business sets them sets themselves up for less the next year. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, of course, you want to be able to achieve more than what you achieved the year before. Yeah. Right. And you know, for me, I'm not going to say, "Oh, maybe I should think of the smaller things I need to accomplish." My goal every year is still to get this gym. Every you year know? it's going to be to open the gym. Every year is to open yeah. the gym. I'm hoping. Well, I have a ten year plan, and next year is going to be my ninth year. I want to get it done before 10 years. Oh, really? Yeah, well, because I... Had, next year was your 10th year. Nope. Okay. Graduated 2014, so... All right, we're closing in. I know, man. I'm stressing out. Make the next two years worth it. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm trying <laughs> I'm trying to get this done by next year, and so... Sorry not to put any pressure on you. Well, I put pressure on myself. Oh, I know yeah, you do. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that um, for me, what works for me is, you know, I'm, I'm okay with putting a lot on my plate. And if I don't accomplish it, just move it over. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to hurt. And that's my perspective. There are a lot of people where they work better. But, oh, let me just do a little bit at a time just so I can see that I accomplish everything so that I could cross off everything off my goal list and I mm-hmm. feel accomplished by it. And, you know, that's great if that's your strategy. But, you know, if you don't accomplish everything, don't let your, don't beat yourself up about it. Mm-hmm. I used to beat myself up really bad. Mm. Really bad. Not good, not good. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm definitely keeping that in mind for next year. I feel like as long as I am able to do, so like obviously complete my certificate program is still like a goal for next year. And I still do want to read books. So I read six books. I want to read seven books. That's just like me being practical. Yeah. Okay. Like, let me just start there. Yeah. Do have a question with you because I told, I think about this often, but do you count audiobooks as reading? If that works for you, yeah. Not myself. I don't do it for myself because I need mm-hmm. to take notes. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I take notes. I can't highlight. But, but you're <laughs> reading books like towards your your career, right? Yeah. But me, I'm reading books like a Filipino mystery murderer, murder mystery. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to take notes. Yeah. I, I guess I'm struggling with this. Like unless I actually read it, like page by page, I'm not reading the book meaning like i don't count audiobooks as reading a book why i don't know it i think that's what i struggle with I feel, <laughs> it might sound silly <laughs> i feel like if you could retain the information mm-hmm, that's still reading good. a book yeah. it's like what's the difference compared to like watching tv no i don't know i guess i think a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this one because i think a lot of people do listen to audiobooks yeah especially because a lot of people don't have that time these days to just sit down and read a physical, tangible book. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the reasons why I do like reading because I barely have time to just sit down, put my feet up, and rest. You know? So why do you like reading, though? Like, what are you trying to get out of reading a book? I'm, hmm. I guess I want a different form of entertainment. Okay. And I want to practice my imagination more. Meaning, like, if you watch a movie or a show... Like, they come up with the characters and the look and, like, you know, the look and feel of everything. But There's when you're a visual reading, for you. Yeah. yeah, but when you're reading the book, a portion of it is still up to your imagination, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, what does this character look like, et cetera. And so I, I kind of like that. And so it's also, like, a little bit of an escape for me. And I do a mix of both, right? I do, like, nonfictional and fictional. Uh, I try to have a balance between the two. So do you think you're less engaged when listening to an audiobook? I think so, because if I'm listening to an audiobook, I'm like, oh, shoot, well, I can do a different task like folding laundry or 
cooking or whatever it might be. But I guess what, maybe one of my goals with reading is that it forces me to sit down and just read the book. So maybe that maybe that's where I, I struggle with audiobooks is my goal of reading is to just like slow down life, just focus on this. Well, because you, you like to enjoy your you time, your me time mm-hmm. with complete clarity. Like mm-hmm. you don't want any interruptions. You want to mm-hmm. have this this set time just for you and no distractions at all, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess yeah. that, now I get it. Now I understand what you mean. Because to me at first, I was like, yo, it's still a book. It's the same words. <laughs> like you could still uh-huh. you could still imagine or paint your own picture, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, not even so. Like listening to an audio, there is a, there's a voice mm-hmm. connected and it's a little suggestive. That's true. Right? And so it's like, oh, shoot, this person is um, a country or oh, something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you know, it... It just kind of messes up with that imagination aspect of it uh-huh. for me. But, like, I am already multitasking with each and every task I do every day. I get you. And reading just forces me to sit still, sit down, and rest. And you you have complete control over painting this narrative, too. It's not the same exact thing, but the first thing that came to mind was watching Squid Games. Uh-huh. With it being dubbed versus sub like subtitles and mm-hmm. still being in Korean, right? Uh-huh. And they were saying that if you listen mm. to it in Korean, mm-hmm. it's a lot darker mm. than listening listening to it dubbed. Okay. Yeah, so someone else was actually painting the picture because they mm-hmm. voiced it for you, right? Yeah, you can hear it in someone's tone yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatever. Now that you mentioned that, I think people were saying in Korean, it's it's a little different, right? Like the translation from Korean to the English language yeah. wasn't exactly the same. Oh, that's like the side point. That's like off topic. Yeah, I was gonna say it's the same thing in Tagalog movies too. Because when I watched it, I was like, "Yo, this like this that doesn't of... really mean the but, same thing." Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, so okay, so I'm not like, I'm not against anyone listening to audio books. It's just that in my head, it was like, "Oh, I want to finish twelve books. Why can't you just finish? Like, you could finish it if you just read the audio books." Okay. I'm like, I don't really count listening as reading. And okay, but now that I'm like, I understand why I read and why I like the form of reading, I understand it. Okay, makes me feel better. <laughs> okay, I want to shift gears a little bit. And instead of focusing on like why or how we failed at accomplishing our goals and what we could have done differently, I want us to reflect on our, on our year overall. What do you think created energy for you this year? Damn, that's tough. I honestly felt like this year was rough. I feel like it was the same cycle over and over and over. And it wasn't until recently, if you listen to the self-care episode, uh, that I got back into a routine where actually I felt more energized, which was getting back into a self-care routine that involved physical activity, my yoga, more Mm -hmm. reading. Because before it it was just like, Business training, mm-hmm. podcast, planning, uh-huh. sleep. And uh-huh. that was just the routine over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just including my self-care routine, this okay. year is what really gave me energy. And I think that there was a slight boost when we launched the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, that was what, October? You know what? It's interesting right. how ni- neither of us, either of us, had like launching the podcast as a goal. Oh, I did. I just never mentioned it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Okay. I, yeah, I was like, yo, no, we need to get this done. I just never brought it up, and that's kind of how it, how we had it going. So, Okay, so you have goals you put out there, and then goals you kind of just keep in. Well, yeah, it kind of just depends. You know, there's certain things where 
where I will write down the goal if I know for sure that I'm ready, that I have the plan to get it out for it. What? Right? I don't think that's fair to yourself. Uh, you only wait if I understand correctly. You only write down a goal if you have a plan to execute. I'm talking it. about write it down. Like, yeah. like this is what I'm going. This is what I'm going to do. I know the steps to how I'm going to accomplish this goal. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm going to write it down. I mm-hmm. still have the other goals uh-huh. in mind. I'm not forgetting them. You're just not writing them down. I'm just not writing them down. So those are like little sub goals in between, hmm. right? So for instance, the podcast. Mm-hmm. I didn't think we were ready. Mm-hmm. that's why I didn't write it down yet that's why okay. I never talked to you about it yet yeah. because we were still prepping for a bunch of episodes right? Uh-huh. so yeah. that's why I was like okay well well, I'm going to bring up the discussion when I feel as if like we're on mm-hmm. track to getting to where we want to be right because mm-hmm. we had we had scheduling issues mm-hmm. we had recording issues you just yeah. moved back to Seattle mm-hmm. so if I keep pushing the goal of like oh we need to push these episodes we need to launch we need to mm-hmm. start the socials and all that stuff mm-hmm. while you're moving mm-hmm. i know that's going to set us back because mm-hmm. like i told you about these goals but we can't do anything about it right now right so i i presented it to you mm-hmm. i want to say about a month but you moved what back in september august august okay so i think it was a couple of weeks after you moved back that's when i presented it to you like we should launch soon but mm-hmm. I never wrote it down yet. Mm. Okay. So that so you know I, I'm ready to talk about it when I feel like I'm close Got it. to the goal. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. What do you think drained energy? Oh my god, us arguing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were butting heads, hell. But <laughs> other other than that, I mean, we were able to get back on track. But other than that, I think that what drained my energy the most was actually work, man. Yeah. I don't think I brought this up in any other episodes, but mm-hmm. over at UW, mm-hmm. there were some conflicts with other people mm-hmm. okay. in management. Okay. And, you know, I started hearing the stories and I'm like, I'm like, oh, we're all part of this. Mm-hmm. And, and knowing that we we're being lied to about certain things, I'm like, Whoa. I'm like, oh, this is messed. This is really messed up, man. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. you know, I would get information from my coworkers about what was going on. Mm-hmm. Then I'm being told from someone else, like, oh, this isn't happening. I'm like, no, I, I saw the paperwork. I knew mm-hmm. everything that was going on. And you can't hide this stuff from me if everybody's telling me differently, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was a, that really drained me a lot. Oh, I'm sure a that's lot. not a good feeling. Definitely not. And I'm sure for other people, too, that work is a, a huge stressor for everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a self-care routine. Check out the self-care episode. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? What was the most stressful for you? Or what drained you the most, I guess? What drained me the most? You know, it was a pretty big decision that we had to make when moving back to Seattle. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until the idea was actually presented that we had an opportunity to move back to Seattle that I was like, oh, shit, do we do it? Because, hold on. Mm, Okay. So, not this past September, but last September. So, September of 2021. Yeah. I remember Cameron was just starting pre-K. And I remember telling my husband, and I was like, we better be back in Seattle by next school year. Uh I just said it. I just said it. I just put it out there. And it was something that I felt. I didn't know that it would actually happen. Because I thought we were going to move a lot later. But he got a job... uh, offer in june i remember he was like making the decision around father's day and we got him that cake that said we got your back 
because I remember it was like, whatever you decide or whatever we decide for your family, like either way, we got your back. So it wasn't until then it was like, oh shoot, is this what I really want? Overall, I mean, obviously we made the decision, but it was a really big decision. And even still to this day, I'm like, was it the right decision? Coming from the person that was like, man, I wish I was in Seattle still. Coming back every other week. I know. <laughs> now you're like, oh, is it the right decision? Right. That's funny. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. No, even still to say, I'm like, oh my gosh, I miss, I just miss the life that we had in yeah. Tri-Cities. Oh, I miss the the calmness and the peacefulness that it brought us. And like, I am so distracted here in Seattle and, uh, you know, we're still not in our own home, which again, we still find challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you that just, are... It's, yeah, no, I just oh. missed that life. What? <laughs> for, no, I'll say it. For those, of the people, for those people that are listening that aren't from Seattle, <laughs> Seattle's not that big and busy of a city as, as we're making it to be. No. You know, when people come from cities like Chicago, New York, and, and um, what, LA, they're like, they're like well, oh, that's kind of a city, but you guys are kind of small. No, but, no. But I get what you're saying, though, because... And, you you know, this is not even to say this is anything against Seattle at all. And it's not against any of my friends or family because that's one of the reasons why we moved, right? To be Mm -hmm. closer to family and friends and to spend more time with our loved ones. So that's not the issue at all. The issue with me moving back to Seattle is that I left what we had back in Tri-Cities, which worked for me and my family. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it worked for my husband because, you know, he wanted to come back to Seattle. I mean, I wanted I to come back to Seattle, too. Okay. But I just miss, again, like, I don't mind the slowness of a small town. And, like, we just had our own, like, oasis. I always talk about our home in Tri-Cities being in an oasis for us. And uh, I don't know why you're, like, laughing. No, because you, you were trying to get people to move out there. You are like, you guys not should come trying. visit. Nope. Should come visit uh, nope. What was it, Kennewick? What might be right for me yeah. might not be right for you. <laughs> no, I, I remember know it we had this be... conversation. You were like... I know it wouldn't like, be right oh. for Dante. <laughs> you were like, oh, you guys should although, all move out here. We should build although, a little community. Although I said, dang, you should come look out land out here. It's not that expensive. Yeah. You probably wouldn't have that much of a financial burden over there. Nah, Kennewick ain't, <laughs> Kennewick ain't for me. And it's definitely growing. But no, so it's nothing against Seattle, nothing against family friends. It's more of like my mental state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. And that aspect of it oh yeah so yes mm-hmm. still happy to be in seattle you know it's it's fine but yeah it's fine it's okay <laughs> it's okay it's okay you'll make it through yeah <laughs> it's only been what four months you're okay right <laughs> yeah so yeah. i mean like what what changes are you gonna make for next year or i guess what goals do you have for next year Ooh, i want to start new hobbies okay I'm going to start new hobbies, and we want to buy a house Nice here, which I don't know how we're going to do it, mm-hmm. but we're going to do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me put... What's your hobbies, though? What are my hobbies? Mm-hmm. Because um, I'm sure that person from Ghana is going to check up on <laughs> us. Shout out to you, whoever you are. Thank you for listening. No, okay. So I, I want to start... Two different goals, one being pressed floral frames. Okay, and if you don't know what it is, look it up. Shit, it's pretty much so the, angry. <laughs> it's pretty much just the art of pressing floral frames. 
which I think I'm getting... Exactly what it sounds like. I'm getting signs from the universe because Cameron came home one day and he made me like a little card Mm -hmm. that could be like a little bookmark, but it is pressed florals. And he came home one day and was like, Mommy, look at what I made for you in my STEM class. I think it was STEM class. And I was like... And then uh, last week, you know, you asked me for some gift ideas when you were Christmas shopping for kids and uh-huh. uh, when I was helping you I came across that floral press do you remember oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was that. just like whoa I have never seen this as a as a toy before and especially for like a toy for a child yeah you know so I feel like those two are just signs like okay maybe I really do need to start doing this or maybe these toys did exist when we were younger and our parents were like no the way. fuck was this <laughs> No, I don't know. I've never seen... First off, I've never seen the floral press, just, like, randomly on the internet. Have you? Oh, on the... Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I thought you were searching for it. My bad. No. I thought it just popped up. Okay. No. No, government's listening. This is, no, you asked me what can I get for someone, and I gave you ideas, and that's what came up. Yeah, yeah, Like, in my search, and that's why I was like, whoa. Okay. So, I want to do that. And then the other one is cards that grow. So seated paper mm-hmm. and uh, so the idea is that I'm printing printing planting seeds in the paper and uh, recipients can use that paper to grow plants yep oh yeah and you, you're gonna repurpose you're gonna yeah. recycle some of the paper right for sure in order to make your own sheets yep yeah yeah so expect that next year you guys we got um I got seeds for you Thank got you. some basil some lavender rosemary some Cute. tomato seeds. Cute. Yeah. So I told my I told my mom and dad about this idea this morning, actually, when I was having breakfast with them at my parents' house. And my mom goes, you know where I've seen that before? And I go, where? She goes, at the funeral home. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, okay. I've actually like never seen that out there. And when I say out there, like in the wild, all that, I'm like, have you seen seeded paper or like cards that grew out there? Nah, not at all. That's kind of crazy. And so I thought it was interesting for her to say she saw it at the funeral home. I did see an advertisement for someone that does that. Uh, I saw it maybe three years ago. Okay. Which I thought was cool. You know, you get a greeting card and then they Mm -hmm. plant it. And I think it was that that one guy that's super ecstatic when he teaches people how to plant. Is he local to Seattle? I don't know. It's not like Cisco, is it? I have no idea what his name is. (laughs) No, but he's got like, I don't know what he is, but he's got long black hair. Oh, that's um, not Cisco. <laughs> and he's like, you're talking about Cisco, like thong song? No, Cisco? like Cisco of Seattle. Oh, no. He's know. like well known in Seattle for gardening. Uh, I'm no surprised you this. don't know. <laughs> no, but this guy, he's like super animated. He's like, you ever think you can take banana peels, you put it in some water, you let it sit there for like three days? Gosh, is, you is he your hero? No, I no, don't. No, no, no. He's a little too animated for me. That's not my guy. <laughs> not my guy at all. But I think it was on his page where they had the seed. Okay, okay. But that's up. Hopefully, you get that sorted out. I definitely will. Yep. I just, so the only thing stopping me with doing that right now is like I don't have a designated space for it. Yep. When you talk, when I talk about my own space, I want a space that's dedicated. I don't want to have to pick everything up by the end of the day because I have to like, you know, prepare the space for someone else, yada, yada. Like, I don't want that kind of workspace. And that's what it would be right now if I were to start that. Yeah. And so I just want my designated workspace like a little studio or like a den or, you know, 
bedroom in the house or something. Yep. Yep. That's dope. Yeah. Well, not hopefully. What? No, for sure. It's it's happening. What about you? Uh, Same thing. Just the gym. The gym, get the books done. I've got, I got to do some recertification stuff, um, plant business, and I'm hoping to get the basketball league started next year. That's fun. Yeah. So it's, I mean, there's a lot of planning, a lot of planning going on. Okay. And I'm hoping that when this all pops off, people realize, like, you don't always have to start small. Mm-hmm. Just trust the process. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what the 76ers say all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you Mm-mm. follow them <laughs> anyways. Maybe, yeah. Just trust the process. It will all work out as long as you're working at it. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Okay. What do you think was your your greatest hits or your worst misses of the year? Oh, my God. So... I broke my finger. Ooh, that was a setback. There was an episode where we (laughs) were talking about my hand, and I was like, I'm like, no, I think it's just jammed. It's okay. Like, I might get checked out. And you're like, what if it's broken? I was like, there's nothing they can do. What are they going to do? Put a brace on it? I'm not going to get surgery. And then (laughs) the week, I think it was like a week or two after, I ended up getting a fucking surgery. (laughs) So I'm still recovering from that. Um, that is hilarious because that was a Zoom recording, so everything's on camera. Oh and I remember seeing your finger and my eyes widened and it was like purple or something swollen. Yeah. And I was like, what happened? And you just brushed it off. Yeah. We got to find, find a video. That's oh time. my God, that's so crazy. But yeah, that breaking that in two places, that sucked. It's, I mean, we got this podcast up and rolling. That was good. I think For that, sure. You know, it was a little bit discouraging at first. I mean, it still kind of is, knowing that, at least for me, like, I'm not where I'd want to be um, speaking-wise. Because part of it, like, I want to be able to improve on my professional speaking because mm-hmm. being a business owner, sometimes you have to speak to the public, right? For sure. And I want to be confident. Yeah. Confident enough to speak whenever I want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, we're going at it. Yeah. And. What do you got going on, though? I think for, for your hits me. And misses? greatest hits was more date nights with my husband awesome and like getting back into dating each other Uh again right and I was telling him I was like actually when is our next like date night because it's been a while since we've had one so we'll need to get that scheduled and then um, again just spending more time with family and friends since we have been out of town um the past two years Mm -hmm. misses I don't know that I had a lot of misses so, I don't know how to answer that one. Okay. Well, that's good. If you don't know how to answer it, it's always a plus, right? Right. I, I, was, kind of hoping you, right. I was kind of hoping that you'd mention something for one of my misses. But, yeah, no, I don't think I really had any big ones. Mm-hmm. This question here. And so, these questions I actually got off from, I guess you can kind of think of them as, like, journal prompts or something. Mm-hmm. This question I'm going to ask you, but I actually have a really hard time answering it for myself putting it out there okay the question is what did you change your mind on this year that my hand was broken <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Other, than, other than that um what did I change my mind on you know I think this was a, a time I, I had to self-reflect and it really it's still really challenging for me I think changing my mind on the idea of management you know, just thinking about the times where we were butting heads a lot on how things should be ran, like where do we stand on certain 
um, certain deadlines, what are we expecting with the podcast, that, <laughs> man, I, I had to sit back and, you know, really understand how different it can be to manage different people. I'm not saying I'm managing you, yeah, but I, I personally felt like I was in a position where I, I had to set certain deadlines mm-hmm. so you have an expectation of where we should be at as a team mm-hmm. rather than us coming up with things together. So I think that was a challenge to my uh, managerial character. Yeah. Um, and again, I don't think that I am the manager of our podcast. It's just that understanding how to work with each other mm-hmm. and when do you take the lead? When do yeah. you have to take step in to take the lead, you know? Yeah, for so, sure. Other than that, I think that was probably my biggest mindset change. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, yeah, actually, no, that, yeah, that's probably my biggest mindset change. I'm going to agree with all that you said. Mm-hmm. I think this podcast, has, I think when we first got into it, I was like, yeah, this is going to be easy. Like, you know. Hell no, it wasn't. But as we came to find out, as I came to find out, we are so different. <laughs> Okay, so this is what I thought. I'm like, because we've talked like over the phone a mm-hmm. lot. And again, back to the reason why, like, why do I want to start a podcast with you? Yeah. But I was like, you know, we have a lot, like, we have good conversation. There's good chemistry. Like, and so I thought that this was going to be easy. Mm-hmm. But as we actually started doing it, I changed my mind. It's not easy. It's difficult. It's challenging. And I was just like, oh, shoot, our personalities kind of butt a little, and I don't know if they actually work as well as I thought they would or something. Yeah, that is uh, one of the things I changed my mind on this year. I can't think of anything else I changed my mind on this year besides moving to Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) We are going back to Tri-Cities next week, and I am very excited Mm -hmm. to go back. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, so that's a wrap on 2022. Well, what you got, Michelle? I hope you guys had a great year. I hope you guys have a good start to the new year. Let us know what some of your goals were, whether you accomplished them or not. What do you plan on accomplishing in 2023 if you're a New Year resolution type of person? Yes. So with that, remember, we all have different journeys in life. What may be right for me might not be right for you and vice versa. We are hoping that this episode enlightened you and inspired you to bring up these types of conversations with your community. Hoping that you can be a part of our community. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at life.ini. If you haven't yet, please rate and review our episode on whatever streaming platform you are using. That's a wrap on 2022. Until next